0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I have missed you guys. Ugh, life has just been so busy. Um, I feel like we were saying Happy New Year. And then when I looked up, it was February. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my podcast, you know, it's been on my heart. It has been on my mind. But I have just, I have not been able to get around to recording but here we are back brand new fresh everything um so everything has been going good you know um my daughter my oldest daughter celebrated her 16th birthday so that was a big thing um life has been going excellent god has just been blessing over and abundantly um you know he has been just amazing as usual just showing up and showing out (laughs) um yeah so man I'm just so grateful to be in a place where I just love God and I know that he has that he loves me, you know. And I am learning what that truly means. I'm learning what that looks like. I am learning how to apply that to my life, how to walk that out in every situation, um, and how to allow God just to use me, you know, and to be his vessel. So we are going to open up with prayer Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for being who you are in our lives. Thank you for my listeners, Lord, your listeners. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for using me as your vessel to bring forth your message and your word. Thank you for your words of encouragement, your words of um, warning, if need be. Lord, thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your grace and thank you for your mercy. Lord, we know that the times that we are in right now, may be overwhelming to us you know the things that we see on the news the things that we encounter in our daily lives just life itself Lord but God we just want to thank you because we know that we can come and give all of that to you and in return you will give us peace and you will give us joy so Lord I just ask that your message comes through on this podcast on today Lord and that you know those who are here will receive it And God, we just want to give you glory. We want to give you honor. We want to give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So, let's get into this. Today's topic is generational curse breakers. Okay? That's what we are. That's what I'm claiming. We are generational curse breakers. In the Bible, there were plenty of people who stood in this role, starting with Noah, to Jonathan, to David, Solomon, Esther, Ruth, Abraham, Jeremiah. In the New Testament, you had Peter, Paul, all of Jesus' disciples. Um, Jesus himself obviously was a generational curse breaker. Matthew, and then there's me, and then there's you. We have all decided To no longer be a part of the devil's camp. We have all decided that no more. No more. As they say, the buck stops here. You know, we decided once, we decided we were going to follow Christ. We were going to, we are going to listen to God and his instructions. And in doing so, we are breaking the bondage that the devil thought he had on us. Um, the Greek word for break is—I hope I'm pro- pronouncing this right—but I believe it's Lou And break in the when I look it up in my um, Strong's Concordance, it means to loose, dissolve, destroy, melt, break up, and break down. Lou Luo means to unbind, to release. When I look up unbind, when I looked up unbind um, through the Google Dictionary, it meant to release from bonds or restraints, unshackle, untie, unchain. All of that happened when we became disciples of Christ. When we decided that we wanted to fully live our lives for God. When we decided we wanted to engage with him, we want to develop our relationship with him. When we accepted Christ, the curse over us was broken. We became unbound. We became, our chains broke from the devil. When we begin to walk with Christ and truly live for him, the curse was removed from our bloodline. So that's two things. When we accepted him for ourselves, our chains was broken. But when we really begin to walk a life of living for Christ, I mean like truly walking in his word, not well you know, doing what you want to do one day and then just say, well, you know, we all fall short of the glory or we this or we that. No. But when you truly live for Christ, when you truly walk a life of what Christ is calling us to be, when we truly accept him and We are in his word every day. We are going forth before him every day. We are praying. We are worshiping. We are in his presence every day. Then that's when we start to break down the curse that was set up in our bloodline over our children, over our grandchildren, over our great-grandchildren, those who will come after us when I leave. I decided I do not want my kids to suffer the same things that I went through. Will life happen? Yes, life will still happen. However, I am going to equip my children on how to deal with those things in a godly manner, how to see that this is from the enemy and he is trying to set a stumbling block for you, for you to trip over and keep you there. But God said we are free, we are delivered, we are made as new in him. We are no longer bound to sin once we accept God. We must remain before God and continue to seek him daily to ensure new curses does not arrive which can lead to the rebirth of old ones. We have to make a sound decision every day. We have to choose God every second, every minute, every conversation, every interaction we have with people, every thought, every action that you do, and every reaction that we have. We have to choose Jesus. Even in, I know for me, even in my moments of venting, Jesus never vented, okay? Jesus never went and said, because went to Peter and said, you know what? I just want to knock them upside their head, or I just want to do this, or I just want to say that, or whatever. No, Jesus. what Jesus did is he went and he prayed. He prayed about it and he took it to God. And that's probably why he spent four to five hours or longer before God, because instead of taking those emotions or frustrations or um, his things that he dealt with from that day, instead of taking it to his disciples, he took it to God and he had his conversation with God. And that is what God is saying that we must do. We must be mindful of how The devil will try to use circular things, worldly, everyday things to distract us and take us out of position with God. We have to be mindful of those things, you know, because they are so, well, we consider them so like minute, they're so subtle, but they still can take us out of the will of God. That moment of anger, that moment of being upset, that moment of sadness, that moment of beating ourselves up, those things take us out of alignment with God because they are not of God, they are from the enemy. So while they are our true emotions, when they arise, we instantly have to say, Lord, please help me, help me to deal with this right now. I need you right now. I'm sad. My feelings are hurt. I feel this person did that. Lord, I need you. And that's how we will learn to become stronger in God. And that's how we will learn to break. You know, in doing all of that, it will help to break the curse that has been set up. Because that's all it is. Once we start staying in those veins, we are setting up curses. And we don't want that to happen. It can come in any shape or form, you know, any type of distraction, whether it's your kids, your friends, your work, things that you may have to do on your task list, being sleepy, being hungry, what you watch what you listen to what you entertain we have to be mindful of everything you know we just have to be mindful of those things and learn how to give them to God so that they don't take up root in our lives so that they don't um you know uh become a gateway for the devil to use later. If someone has upset you or hurt you, go to them, go to them in love and say, Hey, you know, when this particular thing happened, it made me feel this way and start the conversation allow that person to tell you why they did what they did or why they said what they said. And even if you even if they're not able to reciprocate that, forgive them and move on. Don't allow the devil to use different things to set up doorways. Because while some some doorways that you open might not affect you, but they can affect your children or your children's children or your great-grand, you know, and it can just go on. And that's how general, generational curses are birthed. We have to deal with those things. We have to, and when we sin, that's why Jesus said we must confess our sins to one another so that those things do not set up roots for the devil to use against us later. You know, so... I know I want to be a generational curse breaker. I am a generational curse breaker. I will not allow my children to do the same mistakes that I made. I might not be able to prevent everything. You know, but I can try my best to prepare them. Spiritually, in a godly manner. That's my number one assignment that God has given me. He has entrusted my children with me so that I can guide them spiritually, so that I can be here to hear what they have to say. And in return, I am to lead them back to God and say, you know, God says we are supposed to act this way. We are supposed to react that way. Or to just say, you know, God says he understands how you feel. He knows what you are going through. It's okay. Give it to him. And in him, we will find peace. In him, we will get joy. There's nothing in this world that can fulfill those voids that we will have in our lives. Only Jesus. We don't have to allow our past our parents past our grandparents our friends our environment social influences to keep us bound we can break those things we can break those and give it to god every time we seek god every time we get in his word every time we live his word and you know try to get an understanding of it That's how we break down those generational curses. That's how we stand toe-to-toe with the devil because God tells us who we are in him. God tells us how to respond to different situations. God gives us instructions on how to even deal with the devil himself. So when we get in God's word, we learn all of these things. We apply them. That's why God says, keep his word in your heart so that when things arise, you will know what to say. You will know how to react. These are things I'm still learning because sometimes my flesh, baby girl, wanna pop off right then and there. And then I have to go and I have to stop and say, you know what? I'm not going to allow the devil to pull me down that path. I just had an incident happen at work. And I had to take a step back and say, you know what, I had to go pray. I had to pray because the devil kept trying to antagonize me. He kept trying to bring me to where he was at so that I can step out of alignment with God. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. And I gave it to God. When we begin to truly live for God, our blood was cleansed. God said when we came to him, he made us white as snow. He forgot. He threw our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. He don't even remember what we did. So, we don't have to remember. But to prevent that from to prevent our sins from continuing and being passed down, we must live Righteously, We must live true righteously. We must live a life of Christ the way that he exemplified for us. We have to walk the path that he has laid for us. You know, God said we have to love everybody. That includes our enemies. We have to live that thing. We can't just read it on sunday go to church on sunday and then the rest of the week we never touch our bible again we never get before god again because life is going to come at you it's going to happen so how are you going to make sure that you are in a place that you are not so easily controlled by the devil Psalms 37 23 says the steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way your steps are established God has already ordered your steps you want to know what steps you have to take it's in the word it's in God's word (laughs) read your Bible and I know that's not easier you know it's not easy but You have to make it easy, just as we make everything else in our life easy. When I first started driving, it was not easy for me. It was the hardest thing, and sometimes it's still hard. But guess what? I have to get up and drive every single day. I have to get up and do something every single day. So therefore, I have to read my word every single day. There are things that did not come easy for me. And I still had to take the time to learn those things and learn them to where I can apply them to my life. And now they're easy. Think about babies. When they first learn, start learning to walk, it's not easy for them. They have to crawl first. Then they start scooting. Then they start walking. Then they may stumble. They get up. They walk again. It wasn't easy. They didn't just come out. You know, we didn't come out walking. We had to learn those things. So we have to learn how to make sure we develop some kind of routine in reading your word and spending time with God. Proverbs 16 and 9 says, The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Do you know how many plans I have had? (laughs) I'm 39. Do you know how many plans I have written out and had for my life? But it wasn't until I allowed God to establish my steps when things really started to fall in alignment, when I truly started living for God, that's when things really started to um, come to fruition, 1 John 3 7 through 9 says, Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy, that he might unbind, that he might loosen, break up, break down, dissolve, destroy, and melt the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin, because he has been born of God so this is telling you that when you come to God you are made new God has established you to where you cannot sin when you truly live for God if you sin you will feel such a conviction you just instantly break. I know for me, I instantly am redemption or repentance. I it's God will not let one second go by. And matter of fact, if I'm in the process, God is instantly telling me right then and there, do not do this. Stop while you're ahead. Don't say anything. Don't react. Don't. If you truly are living with God, He will He will. His spirit that is that resides in you will instantly let you know, hey, this is this not what we do. We don't act this way. This person might be showing out, but you show them love. You still show them love. You still wrap your arms around them and say, hey, it's okay. I still love you. So... I just want to say, you know, we can, we have to learn to practice righteousness every day. Every day. I remember I used to just, Lord, how do I do this? How do I pray? How do I be in your presence? How do I do anything? But guess what? When you walk with God, you are, you automatically in his presence all the time. Because it's not like, well, we're here and God is over there. No, when God, when we are with God, he dwells within us 24 hours a day. He hasn't went anywhere. So we are in his presence. It's just you have to make sure your spirit is sensitive enough to recognize his presence. You have to make sure you you are constantly in a state of being used by him, being able to hear him. I play my worship music every day, all day, even while I'm at work. I keep my worship music on. I don't use no AirPods. I put my phone in my pocket and you're going to hear my worship music. It's not super loud, but it's just, it's enough to where my spirit is constantly giving thanks to God. My worship music constantly keeps me in a state of praising God, giving Him honor, giving Him glory. I don't just turn it on when I get in the car. I don't just turn it on when I'm about to clean. I don't just turn it on at certain times. I keep my worship music on at all times. If I'm not listening to my worship music, I'm listening to a sermon, either T.D. Jakes, Pastor Michael Ty. Um, Travis Green, Sarah Jakes Roberts, somebody is always playing, whether it's on my TV or on my phone. But that's what I have to do so that I can keep my spirit in a state of always being sensitive to God because I know what it's like to not be in that state. I know what it's like to Only go to church on Sunday, and then try to live the rest of the week on my own. I know what that's like. And I was a mess when that happened. I was a hot mess. I was very extremely emotional. I was, I think I came out the womb an emotional, (laughs) overly emotional. So I was always emotional. However my emotions ran is where I was. I was either angry, crying sensitive I had to I have to I have to do this. I have to. It's a must for me. The devil attacks me still. He still attacks me. I still have my days. I still have my moments. However, I give that I give it right to God. I I've learned to just give it to God instantly because God said it's not for me to carry, it's his yoke. He told me give it to him and he'll give me his yoke which is lighter, which is sweeter, which gives me more patience, it gives me peace. I've never had peace like this in my life, I'm at peace with everything. Something goes astray or or awry, okay whatever. God, how are, how do you want me to handle this? How are we going to do this? And then I, I read my word and he tells me what I need to do. Or And then I sit quiet or I seek godly counsel. I don't just seek counsel from anyone anymore. I don't talk to my friends about certain things or I don't talk to them about everything because it's nothing that they can really tell me. I have to seek godly counsel. So... I just want to encourage you. I pray that you are on a path of breaking down these generational curses that may be in your family. Or maybe in someone else's family. Maybe you have to stand in the gap for others. And if so, I pray that the Lord uses you the way that he sees fit. So, yeah guys, this was... (laughs) <laughs> we back at it stronger than ever. You know, hang in there. Through God, things are always better. Do not let the devil try to deceive you. Do not allow him to try to break you down, to try to tear you down. God said, we already we already won. We already won. Get your strength from God. We already won. So, the devil can go have a seat, baby. You barking up the wrong tree. You met your match. Because God told me I won. I'm victorious. So, I will walk as a winner with my head held high. So, I just wanted to encourage you today. I hope I did. Um, I just... Yeah, so we're going to end in prayer. (laughs) Lord, we just want to thank you. God, thank you for your word that has gone forth today. Thank you for your words of encouragement. Lord, (laughs) this world tries to do what it's supposed to do. Tear us down. It You know, this is the devil's territory. This is his play area. And he is using it every way. He can to try to come at us. But Lord, we know that in you, we are victorious. In you, Lord, we found the way to break these generational curses, to unbind, to release, to dissolve, to destroy, to melt, to break up and to break down these curses that the devil tried to set in our lives. We know through you, we are winners we have already won we are learning to give it all to you lord so that you can we can carry your yoke and you carry ours And Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for the revelation. Thank you for your message. Thank you for the things that you are doing that we don't understand. Lord, thank you for being who you are in our lives. God, we just want to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Lord, I just love you so much. Words cannot explain. And God, I just want to thank you. Thank you for my listeners. Thank you for your listeners and that's it have a great night have a great day guys